Okay, so today we're talking about, tapi asal patung yang mula basa lah, nanti kita campur-campur, but I warm up dulu kan? Okay, okay, warm up dulu. Okay, hmm. jadi hari ini kami nak berbincang tentang what does it feel like when you move from a smaller place to a bigger place to maybe expand and develop and grow your life, which I can't do because I'm born in KL. You're listening to Jom Sembang Malaysia. <laughs> Grow my life. Hey, you move from Sungai Besi to uh, Oakland Road also. <laughs> no lah, it's just like one stone throw away. Yeah. No difference lah. In fact, you find a lot of Sungai Besi people at Oakland Road, Sri Taling area. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting question. Actually, I moved. It wasn't to grow my life. <laughs> but actually, looking back, it did grow my life. Remember I said before that I grew up in Malacca and then 10 years old we moved to KL. But actually we relocated to Sentul which is not exactly KL, KL like. Yeah, but at that time Sentul wasn't the Sentul that we see today. Again, now it's like wow, got Kelpak, got wow, high-rise building. That time it was kira a little bit backward lah. Low-cost okay, area okay. gitu. Tapi yang bezanya ada banyak peluang lah. Especially dalam bidang music kan. Because I remember in Malacca... Okay, At 10-year-old, so, you're talking about peluang bidang music. That's juita for you, man. And then aku say, okay, oh, peluang <laughs> bersekolah or something, no. Peluang bidang music. Okay, peluang sekolah pun ada. But I mean, I was in a kind of good school already. A, a good school in Malacca. And then I moved to BBJS, which is like... <clears throat> we all a bit lah, stuck up lah. <laughs> we talk about BBJS. Okay. So yes, okay, in that sense, yes. Although school is school lah, huh? When I was in Malacca, I already was singing a lot. But that wasn't kind of... I mean, to me, it was like a normal thing. I would sing at weddings lah, as a little girl, you know? Stuff like that. But when you say, what, grow my life, right? So when I moved to KL, obviously at 10 years old, you don't think about that. It's just, okay lah, parents move, so I also move. There was no other bigger expectation. Um, but my school sent me for a singing competition. In Daya Bumi. That time Daya Bumi baru. Aku ni macam tua sangat tau. <laughs> and then menang. First prize. <laughs> At 12 years old. Um, then around that time, I don't know how my school know that I can sing lah. Quite pelik right? How, how do you, they know this? When thing? you sing well, the news travel. Oh, okay, North okay. So, yeah, social media. That time no social media. Um... Yeah, so, uh, and then they sent me for a choir, National Children's Choir. And we were going for practices twice a week. Can you imagine at 11, 12, twice a week to practice, you know, doing harmony and, and learning all these things. Actually, it's quite a big deal. Lah. Now, at that time, it was like, when we did theory, I'm like, oh, okay, lah, I've done this before. Actually, still quite a big deal lah, because yeah. a lot of schools, right, they sing choir just for competition. So, yeah. they probably do like three weeks before choir, then they practice, oh. practice, practice. They don't mm. go for... What twice a week harmony class twice a lah, week, yeah, three class weeks. But lah. we would perform. We would perform at DBKL punya auditorium because we were co-sponsored by MES and DBKL. Uh, we traveled. My first time traveling to Sabah and Sarawak was with this choir. So actually, come to think of it, and then I would follow my brother to his workplace, which was a studio. <laughs> so come to think of it, it was really an enlarging of my career options. Lah. Actually, back then, right, do you have student exchange one? Because uh, you mentioned Sabah Sarawak Adakah Sabah Sarawak Student Exchange ke? You pergi sana Dia orang tak datang Tak ada <laughs> We went there to perform It's just one uh, A one-off thing Yeah yeah. 
Okay, so actually, uh, why we're talking about this topic is because the other day we were talking about hostels and mm. uh, the hostel that we were involved with, lah, mm. or how like you know they had students from Sabah Sarawak, and then after the first break they all disappeared. Oh yes, ah, okay. So and I actually kind of know why it happens because uh, the last few years when I was in Sabah Sarawak going to hostels, imagine right in Sabah and Sarawak. The school and the house is so far that they need yes. to come out and stay in the hostel because Close. it's nearer to the school. Yeah. And then even when I was in the hostel, the Kajaba, Samopia Benua, like it's the same state, right? Same area, right? Okay, okay. Even then, sometimes after school holiday, the students don't come back. Oh. Because the kampong life and just this hostel life is different. A bit too rigid, is it, you think? Um, maybe too it's... Too house din. Maybe, yes. But there's some of them come from so ulu, like the kampong is really... Nothing much. Then when they come to, let's say, Tenom Town, mm-hmm. whoa, got, got handphone, mm-hmm. and got ice cream shop, and then got bus. Like, all these things are already might be a bit too much stimulation. I see. Okay. So, I thought like, mm. okay, interesting. And then, uh, because of all that experience, then uh, I listened to all these stories. So, I remember going to one or two hostels and bringing back some girls mm-hmm. to KL. I just sponsored them to come for two nights, three days trip kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, just to have that exposure because mm. a lot of them said, nah, I cannot do city life if I can't even survive hostel life. Right, okay. But they are very brilliant students. Like, A1 mm. student. Mm. Yes, okay, you can actually go and apply for polytechnics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe have a chance to fly. Well, it's all yeah. covered one. Normally, yeah. if you get a, you know, like that, what you call that? The grant or the student, your A scholarship student, la, scholarship, yeah, yeah, la, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And they were like, you know, they're in their dreams, like, no. Like, okay. I'm not going to take a Too flight. scary. Number la. one, correct. Because mm. I really can't survive here. And they feel that sometimes they go KK also be fast. Mm. Like, even a bigger city at KK or Kuching is like, it's already like, oh, mm, quite fast moving. Yeah. So I thought like bringing them over and that was when I realised that this whole thing about leaving your small kampong to go to a city yeah. can be a frightening thing. Mm. Because when they first came, they were like, your roads are one way, because ah, six lane one. Plus the other way, got 12 <laughs> lane. They've never seen 12 lane road next to each other, you know. And they were like, how you all drive? I see in the car, so I stress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are like the very practical, you can see kind of stress. So yeah, so I was always thinking, oh, okay. Then there are also some of them actually uh, continue. Lah. They, they did after that trip, right? Mm. They actually stay in the hostel and mm. for further the studies. But they find it very stressful. Not the study part. The whole, I see. I must beli sayo tiga ringgit serumpun. Serumpun. And then, like, and then, or on the campus. So, a lot of them adjusting to that kind of life. And I realised some of them are like, they just give up and go off because it's too stressful to manage. Mm. It's not even studies because they're A1 students, you know? Mm. I mean, come on, at, the, at home, I can just petik from the lakaruma. Correct. So, it's a very different expectation. The How you actually cope in a city is very mm. different when you come from a smaller town or a smaller city. La. Okay. That's why we have our guest today. La. Mm-hmm. Sebab, he has journeyed. So, we want to listen to that journey. After this break, make sure you come back, yeah. Bukan di saat hatimu harus pergi Oh ketika Jingga harus hilang dan terganti Sayang kau bawa pergi 
Thank you, welcome, welcome. Hey, to myself. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome <laughs> <to> yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, the story about Pete, um, <laughs> I can only say what I know so far. Lah, okay. okay, Budak Miri uh-uh. datang ke KL. Uh-uh. I don't know what struggle you go through. Uh-uh. And, then, <laughs> and establish. I think that's quite an inspiring story that I'm, I'm ready to dig. Yes, jump correct. Yeah, so how how did it all begin? Like, maybe, okay, before you jump to KL, lah, mm-hmm. what was your uh, life situation or what were you doing in Miri? Uh, before I came to KL, I was based in Kuching. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, but first of all, thank you for having me, guys. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> jump straight to right? <laughs> So for Miri, they pergi Kuching besar sikit. Yes. Oh, so you can even tell us from Miri Was there a difference from Miri to Kuching? For me, my singing career, lah, let's okay. say. Um, it started uh-huh. in Kuching, actually. Ah. Mm-hmm. Because I was still in uni mm-hmm. that time. And on the weekends, I would be like singing lah. Mm. Singing for everything For even like weddings, functions And bars and stuff like that ah. mm, That was like my little source of income la, so. Okay <laughs> But okay. How, how did that income thing start? <laughs> like yeah. you know you go and study Then why suddenly singing? Or how, how this, Were you singing in Miri? I was singing I was singing in Miri But I was singing in church la. I, I was not ah. doing like singing Anything else outside Or things okay. like that Okay So yeah. from Miri You went to Kuching For uni mm-hmm. Okay yeah. Okay, then, then, then continue. And then um, a friend of mine actually asked me, she's a, I mean, friend of I, mean, I know in church, she does, okay. she sings on the weekend. She asked me, Pete, are you free? Would you want to have like a singing hustle on the weekend? Ah, okay, all right. Because, cool. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like always like, you know, Bakira with my my allowance or ah. whatever that I have. It's like, I used to get, have something on the side for you. Yeah, so I was like, mm. yes. Smart girl, smart girl needed a guy to sing with. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So, question, right? W- were these opportunities of the side hustle actually available in Miri? Or you didn't need the money, so you didn't didn't go there? Yeah, I was staying with my parents, so like, yeah, ah, I'm alright. Okay, so know. it was more of because I need more cash. Then that's how you started doing it in. Yeah, in, you know, uni life, um, student life ah. is always like. With instant uh, noodles. I don't want to say the brand, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you noodles. see, limitations is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes you grow. Pushes you a bit. Mm. Correct, yes, yes. Okay, so side hustle. And then I continued singing, and um, there was this point I was thinking, I, I was speaking to some friends, I was feeling very stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say the truth uh, to make a living as a musician a full-time musician um, back home it's a bit tough if you really want to rely on that uh, just solely on on that was it something that you moved from lepas graduate baru fikir di solan yeah actually I was there was actually around the same time when we first 
mad. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so you know. Back yet? Yes, <laughs> I was having like um. Quarter life crisis or something like that. <laughs> Some crisis. <laughs> yeah. Quarter life. I could be something like that, lah. Uh. Uh, so b- before my thirties, lah. So okay. I was like, wow, is this all to life? Is this it? And I was figuring out whether I should do this full time or not. Actually, mm-hmm. so I had a few people talk to a few people, mm. like my sounding boards. What should I do and things like that? I didn't want to feel like I'm a you know jago kampung lah in kuching. So you're doing very well in kuching, lah. Um, at that point, I mean. A fairly okay, but ada regular gig lah. Ada, ada, ada. But you know, it's not like I'm living the high life or anything. Like no, <laughs> for for me, it was a bit redundant. I felt very stagnant. I don't know. I just had that feeling. Even things were going alright, you know. Mm. But I, I just felt I there's more to this than just that lah. Mm. Oh, that's mm. cool. You need to feel like you sudah. Sampai itu tahap tak boleh grow lagi apa kena buat. <laughs> correct, correct. Depleto yeah. sikit lah kan? Sometimes. Yes. Hmm. Very, very depleto. So... <laughs> so what what inspire you to move to KL? Because a lot of people find it scary lah. If you are already established with regular gigs, then moving to a bigger city and not knowing whether you're going to get gigs or not. How Mm-mm. how What was the transition like? The transition was... Not as what as I expected. I thought that it's going to be smooth and everything is going to be great. Wow, you know, you know all those apa tu mimpi mimpi pelangi bintang dan bulan. Okay. But um, once I got here, I I found it quite um, interesting because when I arrived, I actually had some friends who are already here, mm-hmm. and I thought, could you like um, uh, what, what what should I do and stuff like that? But actually. I didn't straight away went into regular gigging and stuff like that. When I first got here, I got opportunity to gig at a I did a showcase at a local jazz bar, jazz club, mm-hmm. okay. which is no longer in operation okay. now. It was really such an honor um, because a local singer she said that, "Oh, would you like to sing with me mm. and to do some covers of a." Uh, That time was some Disney covers, okay. Disney songs. Mm. So I got that, but that was it. No, it was like once a month or twice a month. So I, right. I mencari cari pun. It was only three months, four months after that. Then I really got a regular gig, mm. um, like you know, singing at a club, okay. <laughs> club Chinese club. Oh, okay. If familiar with that kind of scene, mm. so but yeah, um, that is slowly grow lah. So when you first came, it's not like. Oh, you know, there's a gig and everything, or you just just datang saja lah with no pre-planned or established promise jobs. Ah, uh, yeah, totally like just terjun je. <laughs> so, uh, when you come, is there any expectation that you set for yourself? So, for example, right, maybe I would say, okay, I'll go one month and nothing happen, I come back. Or were, were there such thoughts or plans? Um, for me, I gave myself. No, actually, no, no. I didn't give myself any expectation. I was like, no, I'm just going to go because if I felt in my heart like if I continue to stay in the same environment, it's just going to be like that, long. Mm. It's not going to go further than that for me. That's what I thought. So I just went. Uh. Okay. So when you come, you rent a house and all those things. What's what's your journey like? Do you like oh, I need to rent a house and then how do you figure all these things out? Actually, I was very lucky and blessed, Che. Because I, I have my family here. Um, my, my sister is here. So no, she's not like, so scary lah. Yeah, not so scary lah. Okay, yeah. yeah so thank you to my sister for <laughs> housing your older brother. <laughs> uh, at least there's one less yes. uh, thing to worry about. Yeah. Aku nak tinggal mana? Ampang and sentuh is where. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you got your regular gig, started singing. And then um, 
was there any challenges that you go through or like, you know, uh, throughout the process lah. Of course, now we know you lah. Like your your gigs are so regular that okay, one week ada berapa dah gig. <laughs> so, of course, there's a journey before you reach. So, mm. What are the things that you can share to inspire other people who's like, okay, I want to try this journey. Okay. If you're talking about specifically about a working singer-musician who is regularly performing, right? I think first and foremost, um, for me, I did not have a community or new people that I can speak to. I only had like one friend that I knew who's a working musician. The rest were like acquaintances, but we're not that close. So he was like pointing me into this direction and that. But for those who few who want to, just go go to these places that you want to see yourself performing or or you know, search. Everything is online now. Back, I mean like seven years ago, everything is online or so. <laughs> but still, it was tough. Lah. I, I felt... I didn't know who to speak to. I didn't know what channels to go through. It was it was a bit tough lah for me. I think I didn't do much research that time. But everything is online now. You can see this. That's the thing about KL right here. Kalau orang Sabah Sarawak cakap, if KL is KL, it's not for us here. It's like, oh KL is just the city, main city, right? There Correct. Is, there is, you know, <laughs> kalau nak cakap Cyber Jaya pun KL. <laughs> Everywhere is KL. But yeah, it's just so many places now. So... Yeah, opportunity is all there. Just have to go out and speak to people. Mm-hmm. And even now, there are a lot of jam sessions happening mm. um, for musicians. This is a place where we can connect with people and cari gig lah, cari kerja, cari job. <laughs> Banyak. <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand that uh, you used to have a manager. Mm. What made you decide to have a manager? Or how did that happen? Like, is it important to have one if I'm starting out? So, but I, like you say, I don't know anyone. I might not like to talk. I'm an introvert. I go to the place pun, I, macam mana ni aku nak? So, does the manager help that process or how does it work? Um, In my case, I was already singing quite actively, uh, performing quite actively in Kuching. So... You already had a manager back then? <laughs> aku tak ada manager that time. Oh, okay. Saya tak manager. But that place, my ex-manager, I was actually singing at his bar. In Kuching or here? In Kuching. Ah, okay. And he was actually already involved in the entertainment scene here. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, my previous coaching band leader, lah, let's say, mm. introduced us to, to, to each other. He said, hey, why not you, you know, manage Pete lah and help him find gigs or things like that. But he was doing it as a favor, actually, to my previous band leader. I see. Oh. Yeah, because uh, they were helping each other out. You know, okay, we provide you like acts, singers for your uh-huh. venue and then uh-huh. like, you tolong promote Pete lah like that. Right, okay. So that's how it started lah. Ah. So I don't have a manager. Everything I was doing on my own before that, yeah. So he actually also did open some doors for you lah. So he kena orang sini. Yeah, he he knew some people so he actually helped lah. Ah. Yeah. But it didn't, it only started after like a few, a few months after I was in KL lah, After I moved here. But the first major part of the year when I was here, I was doing my own thing lah. Because he was not doing managing me full time like you know how a manager would manage. He was doing. Right. Kalau ada skis kit, he would help 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 lah. It was really like okay. Sambilan kind of. Ah yeah. If something comes, it comes lah. But part-time I'm not gonna like, actively look for it. <laughs> a freelance manager. Ah yeah yeah yeah. Part time part time. <laughs> we were like on a friend friends basis like. Okay, I have a question from what you said just now. Um, you said that your sister was here, so in a in a sense you have family. Mm. One person lah. <laughs> but then you were also talking about the community. At first, when you came, you didn't really have contacts, right? So, I'm mm. just wondering, Kuching being, I don't know, maybe more contained. Mm. Was there a difference between like the community that you had in Kuching and when you moved here? 
what was the different difference in terms of people surrounding you? Whether uh, it's a music community or just life in general community. <laughs> what was the adjustment like? Adjustment was a bit difficult. It was difficult for me because mm. um, from being in a place where, you know, everybody knows you and we help each other out mm. and we always work together. And then that first year was really tough for me. Mm. But once I, the people, I started to meet people more when I started to work. I see. And, and this is so stereotype, but I don't know how I started bumping into a lot of Borneans lah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Borneans meaning, uh, yalah, orang, orang Sabah dan Sarawak. Yeah. Jumpa juga, pergi jauh-jauh jumpa juga, <laughs> kerja juga bersama. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but still, I mean, it, it grew lah, of course. There was this sense of, um, you know, you're, you're far away from home and you need help. And yeah, every time I think about it, I feel a bit um, emotional or like, because I, I, it feels like, I don't want to say it, but... Uh. Like a family away from home kind of kan? thing. It's yeah, like, like you're looking out for each one another lah. Yeah. Because you're all away from home, right? Correct. And you're all yeah. in this rather alien environment almost lah. Yeah lah, because we're like away from family kan. So, mm. last last, okay, kau tak ada kerja kah? Okay, okay. Jangan kau susah, kau just tahan saja dulu. Nanti saya cari lah. Uh, kalau ada, ada ada job saya kasih kau. Macam mana ah, lah. Uh. Okay, okay. So, yeah. uh, what's the difference with, let's say when you move to Kuching kan, it's also you don't know anybody what? And mm. then oh, you start to, to make friends, right? Mm. From Miri to Kuching. What's the difference between me to Kuching getting the, your community and Kuching to KL getting your community? Is there a difference in terms of vibe or I don't know? For Kuching, it was because I was studying there and I was heavily serving back in church when I was in Kuching. So my community was just this two lah, school or mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> or at church. least that's school. Huh? You come here, got Uni. work. Ah. It's like, hey, I'm not working with Intel. I don't have an Intel company. You know? Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's already a, a, a like base, a, like a home base. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but default community, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just now you said something about you wanted to look for something different after the plateau, right? Mm. Surely there's something more than this. Do you know what that something was? Or did you just, I don't know, is it like go to a different place or uh, if that was a KPI lah? For you, mm-hmm. come here. What would you say that? Oh yeah, I have accomplished what I set out to do. Okay, yeah, uh. yeah. My vision or my my objective coming to KL was not only to, you know, to gig and work like, like weekly stuff, but actually, I was going into that um artist route lah. Okay, you know, okay. Going, so that's when before I came here, I already did um two songs mm-hmm. back home, Chinga and. Did you play that? Ah, yes. So actually, before I was gigging, I did like, you know, radio interviews and stuff like that mm-hmm. to promote the song. So I already had that in mind. I want to, okay. you know, make sure the song is played out there and, you know, attempt to go into the market. Uh, mm. To be more specific, it was like a, the Malay market. Lah. Okay. So that was my goal, actually. Yeah. But it was just like that. My struggle was, I always felt that there is this... Um, Macam identity crisis kid. Macam, macam tak ngam lah. I don't know. The song is good. I, I actually, I love the song. It was written by a musician and also uh, arranged by another musician friend. His name is Eugene Subo. He's the one who arranged the whole music. Mm-hmm. And uh, Didi Listrewan, he's the one who wrote it. Mm. Yeah, so practically I felt like, wow, okay, boleh jalan ni. We're going further with this. Mm. But then I felt that like, mm, when I was here, I felt... Macam tak ngam uh, at that point. At that point in time, like, at least I can say. But, you know, I still kept, I just went on working. Lah. I I felt that there was always this 
pressure to fit into a mold um to be you know ko, ko harus cakap gini-gini ko harus portray yourself gini-gini i didn't feel like my authentic self lah mm. uh, i feel like i was faking it lah i don't know why i don't know it's just me i nobody came out to me hey you have to be like this or you have to be like this or <laughs> talk like this or, yeah. don't just say anything you want to say <laughs> I just self-impose this kind of thing to myself because I well this is the standard I should be like this you know ada persona the artist persona uh, kan ada artist persona <laughs> I mean to some level there is lah everybody uh. does it I feel to me in my opinion but yeah I felt so fake lah at that point on top of that of course um, I also had um, some financial struggles going through that time because everything I was not under a label but I have to clarify I had people who are backing and supporting me Uh, yes, my um, back home, uh, Andy, if you're listening, yes, Andy, and also my ex-manager, Sunil, both of them, they were really supporting me on that journey. Lah. So, um, financially a bit, you know, but I still had to do my own thing. Lah. Yeah, yeah. You want to survive in KL, yeah. bukan ni macam really relax or no, no, it's no, <laughs> bukan no joke. Bukan cakap mau jadi artist full-time terus full-time, <laughs> kena buat benda yeah. lain untuk... Uh, contribute back to your passion project lah, so to speak. Correct. And the cost of living, I mean, compared to Kuching, is so much different. So Kolomi here and Kolomi Correct. there. Compared to, I mean, Sabah <laughs> and here is comparatively Correct. quite close, kan? But, but, but Kuching is different. Yeah, yeah. You probably still have three ringgit Kolomi. I know, yes. yes. Here is 12 ringgit for Kolomi. Gila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what, what do you build your current gigging journey Mm-hmm. Um, and then move forward towards this dream that you just mentioned, lah. Mm. Are you still stirring it towards that direction, or um, do you find a different joy that you're gigging? Mm. I still, at this point of time, I, because it's been years since Jinga was released. 2017, right? I just checked that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I wow. I was just talking about this with my friend. I feel this burden to, no burden, lah. I feel this calling, che. I feel this calling to. To do my own music, to write, have my own music. I don't know why. There's this saying by my cikgu last time back in school, my sejarah cikgu of all reason. Wow. She said this. I mean, like my sejarah was not. <laughs> wow, my <laughs> average lah. Huh? And then when my friend got her test paper back, you know, she says the mark in front of everyone. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They used to do that. Feet ninety, juita ninety nine. Malu tau. If it's bad, malu lah. But in my classroom, I remember we all were like, oh, when people got good results, we were like, clap and cheer. And then that time she said, she looked at me lah. I remember because I was cheering so loud. It was my, my good friend lah. <laughs> so she looked at me. She said, uh, Pete, sampai bila nak tepuk untuk orang? Wow. Kan. Apa bila cikgu ni? Kan. I was like, I know it's so, it just, I was just stunned. That's so true. Sampai bila saya tepuk untuk orang sejak, how about for myself kan? Because mm. um, to, about this specifically, well, of course I enjoy singing covers and stuff like that, people, you know, to entertain. But I want to leave like a legacy, you know. I want to leave a mark, even though it's just a song. So even when about Jinga, uh, a lot of friends um, or people tell me they like it and they discover it when it was playing on radio mm. and stuff like that. And it was like, I mean, I felt um, validated, Jake. All of us in the art scene, there is some fun. <laughs> we want to be validated. Yes, yes. Not just the art scene, yeah, everybody lah. Everyone, everyone, everyone. God. Yeah. So like, at least I know, like, other feedback, like, okay, I, I know I'm doing something right mm. here. And this is what I, I love and enjoy to do. Mm. So, yeah, I want to go back into that and um, 
yeah, finally get it done because I, I, I. That's why I, I, I'm trying to like hustle and work hard now because I want to get all of my music out now. So mm. I mean, like as many musicians are doing, uh, not all of us are born with a silver spoon. It's, uh, you know, some of us have to work very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it even sweeter when you get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just now you mentioned about persona and everything, right? Mm-hmm. I find that even when you're gigging now, you are you really giving your current audience a persona of yourself. And mm. that's something that you should really keep as an artist, you know? Mm. Because like just now you said you're struggling to like fit in, try to be someone else because you feel like there's the pressure. But I find that your current state now, the mm. way you gig, people come to listen to you for who you are. Yeah, the peak kalangness. Correct. And that's something that is really contributing to the full-time artist that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. So are you writing material at the moment? At this point, I'm not actively writing. Okay. Um, but I have some stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It's there just in the in my notebook. Ah, that's yeah. a start. That's a start. But I think what you're doing now is building base lah. Building Correct. that um listenership of people Correct. who know your name and like I that. think it's a very nice journey. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like jumping, I mean, it's nothing wrong jumping to wow, Sally, because Siti Noriza is still I mean, even Siti Noriza has a journey. Yeah, that one you must draw Kari Pap dulu. Correct. So, like, <laughs> she draw Kari Pap, then I find that that gigging part is also craft honing time. Yeah. yeah. While, while actually good. attracting the a good followers that actually like queue for you. Yeah, speaking of followers, exactly, is that people now are constantly on social media and, yeah. and we always have, I feel this um, need to always, um, push out material or content online. Can I mean, hey, we're yeah. on a podcast. We so, actually yeah. had an episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have an episode on what should you share on How social media. How much do we share on social yeah. media? Can't. It's, it's really pressure tau. <laughs> so, like, I have to do something. So actually, I had a, I have my, um, like a little poll that I put on my broadcast on my Instagram say, what do you want to see from me? What kind of content do you want to get from me? Yeah. So I put like, you know, cover songs, um, vlogs, or how-to videos, or uh-huh. just um, anything lah. Just if you have any suggestions, just slide into my DMs. So the most, the one that got the most was actually cover songs. Okay. Uh, so, okay lah. Boleh, <laughs> <laughs> boleh. Okay, at least the majority got got that. Um, so I'm like, I, I mean, I don't mind doing that. I like, I like singing songs because even though they're all new songs are still great songs and um, especially when you put your own twist yeah, on it your own yeah, flavor right. you know so do you normally uh, include your song in your set uh, I do when I have my own showcase okay uh, maybe they're asking for cover because like it's not pun yang you are the song you know like maybe put there would you like to just listen to my own song <laughs> no I don't care I like this is my song. Yeah, <laughs> whether you guys want it. No, but yeah, lah. I, I was I was always like included in once in a while as when it's suited to the Suit performance. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Suit yeah, the list. Set list lah. Mm. Yes. Okay, one final question, or mm. do you have any other question? No, no, go for it. What advice would you give to Pete Kalang ten years ago, Pia? Like your ten years younger you? Oh, I would say just go for it. Just go, just go for it. Don't just, you know wait for something to happen because I mean I tell it I tell it to myself now I mean what have I got to lose really mm. you know especially after going through the pandemic right it really puts you in a space where like wow is this life um, what am I going to do am I just going to sit here and wait for life to happen mm. or am I just going to go out and you know just go get it lah you know I, I had a lot of things which okay like if I talk to myself like you know you're going through a lot of things now when you look at it is it going to matter in like one, two years, all your little worries 
<laughs> what, especially what people think of you. For those of you who do not know, I'm very cute. Um, I'm very round. So being in a, being a quote unquote public figure, can I always feel this pressure to suit or how this how you should, should look like as a performer. But there will be another podcast line. You're not talking about you know <laughs> your, <laughs> your, <laughs> about your physical appearance. But yeah, so um, and my health or whatever, all these kind of things. So I was like. <sighs> You know, I was like, oh, what have I got to lose? I just go for it lah. I really have to tebalkan muka. Because I'm so glad that I'm surrounded by people who are very type A kind of people. <laughs> my 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 close circle, they are very type A kind of people. So they were like, I always feel like, Pete, Pete, come on lah. I'm like, wow. So I'm so lucky that they are always, you know, we're pushing each other, we're encouraging each other. Yeah, just go for it. You know, in 2023 now, there's so many opportunities mm. compared to like 10 years ago even or 5 years ago. Mm. Everything is online. Just go out. There's always going to be people who are going to like you for you. Yes. Mm. And you don't have to please everyone. You can't please everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel that performers who are actively performing, I mean like working in scenes like like clubs or bars or restaurants or cafes, you have to have a really thick face for that. <laughs> takes a lot of courage. Um, sometimes people like, can sit down and say, you know, nice lah, this singer. So, hey, you cuba lah, you duduk sana nyanyi. Like, nyanyi tiga set. <laughs> and face rejection. <laughs> people give you like, meh, kind of response. So, but yeah, just go for it. And... Um, You know, try, try until you succeed lah. Whatever goal or expectation that you put upon yourself. Mm. Like for me, I want to put out my music uh, by next year. Next year, 2024, right. music is going to come out. Woo. You know, I spoke to a few people. We're going to run record soon. Cross finger. Pray to God, Lord help me. And um, yeah, and just work hard lah, really. I've seen a lot of people who, you know, call just sow the seed lah. Yeah. Sorry, call just sow the seeds and... Mm. Mana yang berbuah akan berbuah, you know? Betul. Uh, betul. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I think that also applies even if you're not a musician, you know, an artist. Correct. If you want to go out there and you want to buka restoran ke, you, mm. you know, want to start something, some some kind of business, just do you, right? And just try. And even, I think what I, I, I gleaned from your sharing was, masa ada downtime pun, There is something to learn from it lah. We Correct. all go through those seasons kan. Takkan selalu up, 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 up je kan. Those times that you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just like uh, going this round, round thing. But it's building something in in us also lah. Correct. Perseverance lah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to add on to that. Mm. I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to some level. The pandemic, that whole period of time really put a stop and rest In my life lah. Mm. You know, I, I really thought about what I wanted to do. Mm. You know, about myself and the fact that you're thinking to yourself, when is this going to end? When is this MTO <laughs> going to end, you know? Mm. And yeah, you really have a clearer vision of what you want for yourself, for myself in my life. I was like, no, I don't want just to be living day-to-day mundane life. I want to live out my dreams and yeah, and just go and get it. Yeah. We shall just end on that beautiful note. Thank you for your time, Pete. Your voice so nice. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank you, guys. Jom Sembang Malaysia is hosted by two Malaysians who are passionate about Malaysian stuff. Stay tuned every week for a brand new Sembang session with Juita Suito and Gina Yaplayung. Today's episode is recorded at Studio 2105. Remember to click like and subscribe for the brand new episode next week.